And we're back with another episode of your favorite global-based podcast, Worldwide Genre. Tony here again. You know, good to be back. It's been a while. Um, and yeah, today we have the wonderful, wonderful opportunity to chat with a good virtual friend of mine, uh, a DJ producer that uh, the whole global bass scene has just been, you know, getting to know a lot more of recently, and we're just fucking loving him a lot. He has support from some of the biggest names in the scene. We're here talking today with Ray Berger, Ray Alva from Dallas, Texas. How are you doing, brother? Yo, what's up, man? How you doing? How you doing? Thanks for having me out. Excited to have the chance to talk to you. Chilling, bro. Thank you for uh, thank you for you know trusting in in the project, and thank you for uh, wanting to be a part of it. We you know we've been in the chats for a long time trying to make this happen. I'm glad we can finally make it happen. I'm excited. I'm happy to talk to you. Like like we mentioned earlier, yeah. Off mic, uh, it it does seem like we already know each other. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's pretty yeah funny. exactly. Yeah, we've been. I think you were one of the first people I started talking to at the like the beginning of the pandemic because that's when I kind of started getting to know a lot more people because of streaming mostly. So I got in a lot of conversation pools, and I think you were one of the first people, man, because you're just kind of everywhere. Everywhere I look, <laughs> I see you or I see worldwide genre commenting or getting <laughs> tags somewhere. Yeah, bro. We just like to, I like to stay involved, you know, I like to, you know, just support the scene, bro. That's, that's honestly what I'm about. Appreciate the love. Uh, like I said, welcome again. Thank you again. And yeah, bro, let's, let's start off with the, you know, the classic question that I think everybody knows now. Shout out to all our loyal listeners that have been listening to us, you know, for a while. Much appreciated. How would you introduce yourself to someone who doesn't know who Ray Berger is? Who's Ray Berger? Well, my name is Ray Berger. I'm a music producer and DJ from Dallas, Texas. And I create electronic music uh, with a focus and what's known as global bass. So, you know, lots of trap, Moombathon, just variations of like house, speed house. Um, my music's very influenced by uh artists like good times ahead diplo valentino khan um and then latin music i have a large focus in like original latin composition that's kind of become my thing but um yeah that's, that's who i am musically a dj every week on twitch i try to be real active on social media and yeah i'm pretty much like a digital quinceanera if I had to like just exactly, yeah, yeah, no, that's true, bro. That I like every single stream that every single stream that I witness, and even the ones that I don't witness, I know it's gonna be that like digital quinceanera vibes. It's like I fucking love it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing, bro. We love what you do. Where where are you from? You know where where were you born and raised? Um, so I'm born and raised in Dallas. Um, I grew up in a a town called Lancaster. And that's where I grew up, you know, for like the first 18 years of my life. But I've always been in Dallas. Uh, there's several cities for those who don't know, like the geography of the GFW. There's several little cities within Dallas, like Oak Cliff, and Pleasant Grove and, you know, West Dallas and East Dallas. And, um, you know, I've just been all around school, family. We're just kind of all over the place. But I've always been in Dallas, you know. I try to rep Dallas as hard as I can. 
Dallas is a huge base city for like dubstep and you know trap. So I haven't you know really broke out in the way I would have liked to. But you know I'm trying to stick to my roots. You know bring that global base sound and try to push it more in the city as best as I can. But yeah, I'm from Dallas, so triple D baby. Shout out to the electronic music scene in Dallas because yeah, that definitely what you just said definitely echoes with you know what I think of like mm-hmm. Texas bass music you know but hey but hey bro props to you for sticking to your roots because that's important bro you know what i'm saying like you gotta stick to you gotta stick to the artist you want to be you know just because just because you're uh say like a dj that you know like i don't know example Mm -hmm. like techno is huge in berlin right but you like making house music and you're from berlin like you're not gonna fucking you know not make house music (laughs) just because you live in berlin and berlin's like huge you know what i'm saying like just theoretically i don't know if that's Correct, but whatever. Clubhouse conversations. You learn a lot of random bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I just but, see you in Clubhouse a lot. It's, it's a really cool place. I try to pop in those rooms when I have the chance. Yeah, I'm, I, I kind of stopped, bro, because yeah, I was I was on I was on <laughs> it for a little too long, a little too much time each day for like three four weeks. So I, I've been detoxing off Clubhouse. Clubhouse detox, bro. <laughs> um, you culturally and heritage, like culturally wise, like cultural, the bit culturally, um, and right. your heritage. You know, uh, tell us a little bit about you know your background and stuff uh, for for those of us that that don't know, and for those of us that you know want to know more. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I'm Latino. My uh, I'm a bit of a mixture. See, my mom's family. They're from Mexico. They're great. My mother's grandmother. Is from Mexico. And then my mom's parents were born here in Dallas. And my mom was born here in Dallas. I was born here in Dallas. But my my dad's side of the family, they're like they have a lot of Native American heritage in their blood, but they've been here for like five generations and they all speak Spanish. So I you know, my background, we ha- we don't have as much like written history that I could like look back at. Yeah, And, you know, a part of my, like, recent pursuit in music is to learn a lot more about my heritage since I wanted to incorporate more of, like, a Latin, you know, style in it. So I try to ask my parents, like, you know, where is my, like, where's my family from, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but they don't really know because we're just all. The answer is, like, Dallas. Yeah. They're from, yeah. yeah. They just got deep roots to Dallas. That's sick. And, and like you said, the, a lot of, you know, the indigenous roots, too, bro. You know, like, that's yeah, that's amazing. That's cool. Have you ever done one of those, like, DNA tests? Well, my, my uncle did. He did it. And his DNA came back. My my dad's brother, he did it. And his DNA came back as 90% Native American. Hey. Which we were all, like, really surprised at, you know, because we've always been Tejano. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, like, Texas mm-hmm. is Mexicans. That's, like, our... That's like our identity. You know, when we can't think of anything to say, would you say Tejano? Yeah, Tejano. You know I mean? Yeah, Tejano roots. Yeah. I mean, Texas used to be Mexico. Yeah, exactly. Point, so the same people are here. Before that, Texas Spanish. Exactly. Yeah, oh, massive. Yeah. No, that's that's sick, dude. Yeah. And I mean, there's Native Americans in Mexico, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, indigenous yeah, people. Yeah. Indigenous people are indigenous to, to the American continent. So, that's sick, right. dude. That's super dope. Damn, that's what's up. That's sick. Like you definitely, you definitely like a poster boy for Tejano EDM, bro. Yeah, man. I like to, I like to show off. You know the look, especially like wearing my, you know, cow. Like people call it cowboy hat. I call it just a Tejano. Tejana, yeah, the Tejana. For the Tejana, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, I got like four of those now. I know, bro. You <laughs> even have the you have the hat changed on your Twitch too. The little yeah, part of my part of my Twitch stream is just I don't know. At the beginning of the pandemic is when I started streaming, and about that time I was like, you know, I want to take some photos with like my cowboy hat, and I just started wearing them and then changing them during the stream because like, yeah. I got hot or I wanted to change them, and now it's like it's, it's like it's, a thing. It's yeah, become a thing, you know. The virtual quinceanera has like at least <laughs> fucking five or six hat changes per per show. So I yeah. highly recommend definitely checking that out. Thank when you. it comes to when it comes to music, brother, how like do you remember like some of your first like exposures? Like what are your first memories to music? Like, you know, when it comes to music or like, you know, like you said, you've been digging really deep lately, mm -hmm. but like just personally, what do you remember? Or like, you know, how old were you? Right. How old were you when you got involved with music? You know, like be it in high school, music lessons, classes, any of that. And then yeah. later, you know, like when you when did you start producing? Yes. Um, so I'm pretty fortunate to have grown up in a very musical household and in a very musical family. Um, the uh, my parents, they're about nine years apart. So my dad grew up as a teenager in the 70s and my mom grew up as a teenager in the 80s. I grew up in the 90s, so, like, I grew up listening to, like, everything. Seriously, I know a lot of people say that. Everybody says that, but I really grew up listening to everything, like, Duran Duran, Stig and the Police, freaking Casey and the Sunshine Band, you know, the Isley Brothers, Ice Cube, a bunch of freestyle music, like, you know, Debbie Deb and, like, um, what's her name? Little Susie, just all the pop songs. And then all of that, which I would consider like American music, plus because my mom's family is like, you know, very strong with their Mexican roots, a lot of Spanish music. Mm -hmm. So a lot of like, you know, cumbia. And then, of course, Tejano. Tejano music is, for those who don't know the that genre of Tejano, like Texas Spanish music has their own genre, mm -hmm. which I think most people know for from the, like Selena, she's probably the most well-known Columbia Kings them too yeah yeah so I grew up around a lot of that um my grandfather rest in peace he was a, a radio DJ he played the Hano and Spanish music he was one of the that's sick he was one of the first DJs to bring the Tejano sound to the Dallas Metroplex and that's uh, amazing history yeah, bro he's, he's a very he was a very well-connected guy he when he passed away it was a I wasn't aware of his impact, you know, because when I was younger, much younger is when he was really doing like the pioneering of it all. And it wasn't yeah. until I was older and he was already retired. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I kind of realized how impactful his journey was. And his son, my mom's brother, was a big DJ as well. He opened up a record shop in Pleasant Grove. Wow. And they, uh, that record shop recorded <laughs> Playing Skills' his first album that they produced and recorded there. So, of course, this was... Nobody knew who they were at the time. Yeah, of course. You know? That's um, crazy, bro. So, like, you know, my mom's side was definitely connected musically. And, you know, my dad, uh, he's a, he's awesome musically. He just likes a little bit of everything. Yeah, I feel like recently I've been able to kind of tap into a lot of what I grew up with, especially... Spanish music and freestyle music and recently I did uh, a set for one of our local radio stations KNON 
And <laughs> I was on there. I did my thing. And, you know, it was a fun time. And then they had a little chat with me after. And I was like, yeah, my dad, my grandpa, he was a super loop Figueroa. And they were like, their jaws dropped. And they were like, wait, your grandpa is super loop. <laughs> his, his name was super loop. Super loop. Super loop. Super loop Figueroa. That's a sick ass yeah. DJ name, bro. What? No, right. <laughs> RIP to him, bro. The Dallas but, um, goat. <laughs> yeah. So that was a big furl circle moment. And that yeah. was a little over two years ago. And I feel like that was, that was kind of the beginning of yeah. like, all right, you know, I need to, I should keep this going. Exactly. Yeah. Keep the legacy. Stay on this path. Yeah. yeah keep, keep the legacy, legacy going. Alive. Yeah. Right on. It was like, it was like a moment, like, you know, like where you're just like, yeah, okay. Like I'm in the right, like I'm doing the right thing. Like, yeah, it just felt yeah. right. Right. That's what's yeah. up, bro. Exactly. Exactly. That's super sick, dude. And to have, to have a, to have roots like that, bro. Like that's crazy. And it's crazy. Cause a lot of the artists that I've interviewed, bro, like it's like a, not all, not all of them, but like some of them too, when they, some of that family history comes out and they're just like, you know, like my grandpa, my dad, they were, they were DJs, like this and that, like, it's just like, yeah. wow, bro. It's crazy to see how like the generations, the generation, like, you know what I'm saying? Like the, across the generations, how it, the movement just keeps moving. Just music is, yeah, music is like a fucking, it's the world connector. Man, that, that family history, bro, like, that family history is amazing, dude. To have that, that's just insane. Uh, thank you for sharing that with us, bro. That's that's yeah, incredible. Yeah. Um, When it comes to, like, you getting involved personally with music, like, that, you know, after, mm -hmm. you know, having all that, you know, growing up in, in, with, into a, such a musically, you know, just influential family, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. With, with, with your grandpa being, you know, basically, you know, like a local legend. Basically, right, you know, right. <laughs> and lo local to Dallas Fort Fort Worth area, like that's huge. You know what I'm saying? That that's a metropolis. Like, that's, yeah, that's a, a huge place. part of the United States. Exactly. Yeah. Um, how did you yourself personally, uh, you know, get involved? How did you yourself personally get involved yeah. in music? Um, well, I actually started when I was in high school. I was just making like hip hop and rap stuff. I mean, I was very influenced by like uh, Young Jeezy and like. Little Wayne at that time, T Pain, uh, the producers like the Runners and Polo to Don, which are just you know, you know some larger like hip hop producers. And I was just using FL Studio, but I mean my uh, brother and my cousin were like super tight. We still hang out every day. I mean every week. But uh, they were both like rapping. You know, we wanted they wanted to rap in high school, and so I was like making the beats. And you know, granted they sound like shit. You know, they were they were never good beats. But, like, you know, I just kept sticking with it. And, like, by the time I was a senior in high school, I was, like, making beats and posting them on SoundClick and, you know, getting, like, you know, 10,000 or something plays a month. Just, you know, something I would just do in my spare time. So, like, I started with hip-hop. But, you know, when I went to college, I started to DJ. Mm -hmm. Like, parties and stuff. Just very local stuff. I don't even think I DJed clubs, really. It was just, like, small bars stuff yeah, yeah. like that but i was playing you know like top 40 edm stuff like yeah, david yeah. getta and freaking calvin harris yeah so I, then i started djing in college um just like local stuff nothing like super crazy like events or anything just like small bars hookah lounges and then like house parties but uh i was playing like a lot of hip-hop and stuff but i was also playing edm like, uh, you know, just, like, top 40 EDM stuff, like, David Guetta and, like, Calvin Harris. 
But uh, around that time is when like Trap and Mumbaton were like getting a lot bigger. And so I always tried to like sprinkle in some of that stuff. And I was always like envious of the way these new this at that time, like this new style to me was sounding. Because I was like, I feel like I kind of make stuff kind of like this, like because my rap beats were like always very like melodic and stuff. And they had a bunch of like instrumentation you know it wasn't just like a four percussion rap beat it was like almost musical to the point where a rapper couldn't even use it <laughs> and so um so i took a stab at like trying to make some trap and like mubaton stuff and i would mix it in with my sets and i mean it was always well received you know what i mean but i wasn't like at the level I wanted to be but uh it was really in like 2015 when I started to like really apply my like musical knowledge to like make a good like song with like <laughs> an actual structure, you know, not just like a 64 bar intro loop. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I got some like early support at that time. I did a remix for an unofficial bootleg of a Carnage song. What do you want? And like, you know, that got, that was kind of my first uh, song that kind of got me some followers and stuff. And then I de- made a bootleg remix to Skrillex's Dirty Vibe with Diplo. And that got me like, that was actually an interesting song because I I uploaded it on my, I put it on my Facebook as a video. And I was, you know, I was one of those weird people that would like title it like Skrillex official remix and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I like I boosted the post and it got like 10,000 likes and they were all in Mexico. And like everybody liked my page and I was like I think they think this is like Skrillex. That's why they all liked it. But yeah, like <laughs> it was just that was a crazy moment. <laughs> but like uh yeah, man, that was like my early stuff. And to kind of like segue into what I'm doing now and like kind of how that happened. Um, so like in, let's see, what year was this? In like 2018, I was really obsessed with this one record label that I'll just like, you know, I'll just call them the label. I was really obsessed with them. I really wanted a release on there. I wanted an EP. I would like follow all the artists on that label and you know like try to cultivate relationships with them and uh yeah i feel like i was at that time i was doing the i was driving myself into a hole because i was trying so hard to be somebody else and even like the way i would like want to be on instagram i was like i gotta pose like this you know i gotta wear (laughs) i gotta wear this because that's what the edm fans that's what they want Yeah, yeah right like just just dry you know freaking just dry untoasted bread and like um i don't know that drove that drove me into like a keyword keyword bread yeah, <laughs> bread. <laughs> i don't want to say white bread but like just, just, <laughs> just bread with you know nothing on it right just kind of boring stale yeah of course and you know uh kind of like whoa sob story that drove me into like a depression because the label thing didn't work out i finally kind of got my my chance and they were like no we don't we don't like this thanks and i was like oh my gosh that's like three years of work that i tried you know to make this happen and they're Mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. so quick to say nah but uh so 
I don't know, around that time, uh, my fiance's family and I, we took a trip to Peru. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was my first time out of the country. And Peru is amazing. It was beautiful. I saw Machu Picchu, which Sick. is one of the seven wonders of the world. Yeah, that's we just, amazing. You know, there was no EDM there that we heard, you know. It was just, like, local music. and You know, there wasn't, like, a bunch of advertisements in the streets, like, playing the latest music videos and, like, fashion, reality TV. It was just so different right Mm -hmm. and i felt like that moment was really important for me because it allowed me to kind of like detox from the constant like being immersed in like the media to try Mm -hmm. and be the next big thing so when i came back to us like i was talking with my fiance we woke up one day and i was like i don't think i want to do music anymore yeah you know (laughs) i was like i don't i think i'm done so i actually quit for like three months Mm. but then um I was, uh, you know, just, I kind of got inspired again, opened up some old projects, an FO studio, and, you know, I just started to, like, write little things, but then I had, like, a serious conversation with myself, and I was like, if I, you know, keep doing music, like, if I keep pursuing it, I really don't want it to be the same, like, I want it to actually mean something, mm-hmm. you know, and that, I feel like, was when I became the artist i stopped producing for producers mm-hmm. and i started producing for people you know yeah, audience yeah. members mm-hmm. and you know i was like around that time like even though i had kind of just quit i got booked for a gig here in dallas at uh the late lizard lounge which is a really big venue that that actually closed during the pandemic rest in peace um but yeah i i opened up for sullivan king and I played one of the songs I played was uh, a remix to Yego Al Pavo that mm-hmm. Rapero did. Yeah, you know that turkey song. Yeah, and so I dropped that, and everybody loved it in the audience. Yeah, I was like, holy shit! Like everybody really fucks with this song. I played a bunch of stuff that I thought would go, you know, yeah, yeah, over yeah. well, but this one it got like a shocking response. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That was you know, like an aha moment for you? or That was the aha moment, man. Hell I mean, yeah, was, It was just like a series of aha moments. Like yeah, yeah. Escaping the constant media, uh, realizing that if I'm going to do it, it should be with a purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, I should mm-hmm. stop trying to be, you know, just like these popular EDM guys. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and then I should make stuff that would actually make people dance, you know? <laughs> like, I, 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 you know, I want to make dance music. Yeah, yeah, of course. As cliche as that sounds, but I want to actually dance to it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, so after that experience playing Yigol Pavo in the club, I just was like, you know, maybe I should make, like, like Latin music, you know? I think it would be cool if rather than me just remixing every single Latin song, maybe I could make that Latin part, too, like that original part and the drop, you know, and make it, like, a song together. And so... The rest of like 2018 and 19, that's like all I did, man. Seriously. Yeah. All I did was I would go on YouTube. I looked up like bachata rhythms, like bachata demos. And, you know, I would download loops, percussion loops. But I would also see like I would try to watch as many performances as I could, you know, like especially like cumbia bands and like merengue bands, like Oro Solido. 
was like mm-hmm. a huge mm-hmm. inspiration for like yeah. what I do now. You know, freaking legend. That's him and his band. Like they're just amazing. Yeah. You know, like you like and I, you immersed yourself. You basically immersed yourself. You well, you re-immersed yourself in the culture. Yeah. This is like yeah. this is like the Ray Burger hero's journey. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> Exactly. This is like this is like the Legend of Zelda, like when you go into the fucking fountain or whatever. I don't remember <laughs> the actual name, but yeah, I know you're a video yeah. game head, so you probably if you don't remember, it's okay, bro. But I don't remember. You it's like remember? I think it was I think it was in uh, Ocarina of Time. One of the bro. you out of that game is hard as fuck, bro. I don't know, but bro, that's <laughs> funny you say it's hard because the reason I never really continued with Zelda is because I couldn't get past the fucking like first level or some shit you're <laughs> you're supposed to like open up this door by playing a song i think and i just i couldn't figure that shit out so i just quit you know i went to the super smash bros and just played that <laughs> that's funny bro <laughs> Pokemon oh, that's, Snap. that's sick oh you're, ta- you're talking about yeah you're talking about on 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 the n64 um i actually have the little disc for the gamecube that has like all the games you know all, oh, the, all the old ones yeah, bro, that disc nice. is worth like $120 on eBay, but I, I got it. I got it locked down, bro. But no, nah, bro, dope. that's sick, dude. It's so dope to uh for you to hear you open up, you know, about your about your story, about your like influences and like, you know, how yeah, how like Ray Burger came to be, right? Ray Burger, the the project that you, that you're doing now. Um yeah. you know, that's that's insane and and like I like going back to what I said, you like reemerged yourself. You reimmersed yourself. Sorry, you you reemerged, yeah, but you reimmersed yourself in a lot of, the, and I'm sure you immersed yourself in a lot of new like Latin culture and yeah, music that you entirely. didn't, that you kind of thought you knew, but you never really like dove into, right? Yeah, exactly. How, exactly. how was that? I mean, I think uh, it was just it made me feel like just so different about everything. Like truly, when I when I had that moment where I quit and came back and just learned these things and it wasn't even a lot that I needed to learn it was just like you said re-immersing myself like I went back and listened to the original like Gumbia King's album and instead of just you know hearing it at like you know a party or something like I listened to it for yeah. all of the elements and I was like holy mm-hmm. shit man this is like techno cumbia like the reason it's called techno cumbia is because it's all of the cumbia rhythms created with technology or like you know done on an npc yep yep. and i was like i can do the same shit because Mm -hmm. now we do that and that's when i was like holy shit there's all these other awesome producers like dos delincuentes and spider tech they already do this in radical one like i need to talk to these guys you know what i mean and i knew of the term global base but Mm -hmm. you know because of that you know whole transition in my music career you know I became immersed in global. And your objective, like you, you, you found a new, you had a new objective. Yeah. So exactly. you previously you had another objective, and now you have like putting in video game standards, right? You had another <laughs> objective. Yeah. That didn't happen for you, and it's fine because you know some doors close. That just you know it wasn't for you. If it wasn't if it didn't open up, it wasn't for you. Simple as that, bro. Now mm-hmm. you have new objectives. You're killing it. Like you're doing your thing. You have like a new mission statement in your brain. Your brain, you like rewired your, yourself. You know, like you you got you're on another mission. And that's sick, exactly. bro. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> just like that, dude. Yeah, that's so that's great. so dope. How how uh, you know, when it comes to, I know you mentioned a little bit of like your new influences. Um, 
you know, with, with some of those global-based cats, shout-out to them, shout-out to those delinquentes, shout-out to Spider Tech, everybody, Radical One, everybody that you mentioned, and shout-out to everybody listening. Um, you know, who who are your, you know, not just in global-based, but who are right. your biggest influences, you know, musically, culturally, artistically, professionally? Who, you know, who, do you, who does Ray Burger look up to? <laughs> well, like, I would be re remiss to say if I didn't mention Skrillex. You know, cause like Skrillex got me into EDM in general, right? Like, I think every, a lot of people share this same story, but bro, the first time I heard Scary Monsters and Nice Sprites, like not the EP, like the actual song. I mean, the EP is fucking amazing, but the actual, you know, name song, like I have always, um, since I've made beats, like since, you know, high school when I was like making rap beats, I always like, if you can imagine like, when you hear a song, I would picture like the doll project of like how the entire song is laid out. Like oh, I would wow. try to visualize the whole song on a computer, like laid out to hear the different instruments. And I never had a problem doing that until I heard Scary Monsters and Nice Sprites. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck this is. Like what is that? Is that like something? <laughs> is that you know, well, I mean, I don't I don't know personally, I don't know what you mean. Cause I was gonna ask you, like, oh, is okay. that something that producers you know, I don't produce music. I oh, don't yeah, have yeah. any background in that. But is that something that <laughs> yeah. like a lot of produce? I feel like maybe a lot of producers go through that to where they try to deconstruct it in their head. Yeah, I think that's like a, a really common thing. A lot of producers that I talk to, they're like, they they deconstruct it in their head. You know, because like, yeah. you ever see those memes when you're like the producer listening to the headliner like really closely, like what's his ID? You know what I mean? Like they're listening I mean, for like those details. I mean, I can relate to that because I definitely like I'm very much a fucking snob when it comes to music and especially like electronic music. So I, I like judge DJs and stuff and like, you know what I'm saying? Just because <laughs> I have that background. So I, I can kind of relate a little to that. But the yeah, funny thing yeah. that you mentioned, uh, you know, uh, Scary Monsters and Nice Sprites. I, I listened to that last night, bro. Like that shit. <laughs> oh, really? Fucking, yeah, legit. I listened to that last night and I was like, holy shit, bro. It I, really, I, it holds up. It holds you know, freaking bro. twelve years later. And then it's... tell and then tell me that tell me this that this isn't the truth, bro. I feel like a lot of us have been on a, such a fucking nostalgic trip because of quarantine, because of pandemic, like all this shit, you know, going through Definitely. all this stuff, all this collective Definitely. like you know trauma that some of us have done better than others, of course, you know. But props to everybody for just you know doing their best, you know, whatever right, your best right. is. Um, but yeah, I feel like we've been like, I've been personally hella nostalgic and a lot of people that I talk to is just like, just nostalgia is just like the thing right now, you know, until we go back to normal and make right, new memories, right. it just seems like, like that. But it's been important to find ways to like self comfort, you know, create exactly. comfort for yourselves. And for, for many that's nostalgia, you know, music and music and does music, that to us too, bro. I mean, yeah. listening to, I've been listening to a ton of like, of old cumbia stuff because that's you know at the very beginning of like my transition that's what brought me comfort mm -hmm. i also listen to a lot of like bossa nova music mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. like i don't know if you know that song from ratatouille it's actually by like a french girl it's like the main song you know yeah i don't i don't know it by title but i i think yeah. i reckon I mean, I've, yeah. like, i don't know by title it's in french bossa nova sick bro I, I love brazilian music all like everything from everything from funk to bossa nova oh, yeah. to yeah. samba like all the rhythms the rhythms they got just i mean that's 
Brazil is global based, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, the influence, it has the influences. Uh, it has influences, you know, from Africa, influences from the Caribbean, influences from yeah. South America, influences from Europe. You know, everywhere, bro. It's insane. Um, that's so sick, bro. So honestly, bro, such a fucking pleasure to just like chat with you, honestly, bro. Thank you for <laughs> being here with us, um, and just sharing yeah. these stories, bro. Because like these are. These are things that like a lot of, you know, uh, a lot of people wouldn't get to know, you know, like when, when, yeah. unless you have yeah. a personal conversation with somebody, when, when are they going to get to know these things about you? So thank you for, you know, for opening up and being here with us, bro. Um, that's sick. So when it comes to, when it comes to Ray Burger, Ray Burger and Global Base, you've already, you know, opened up a little bit of how, how you kind of like re- you know, kind of re you changed your mission statement up in your brain. And you said, you know what? Like, I'm going to make yeah, music yeah. for me. I'm going to make music for people. I'm going to make music that people want to dance to. You kind of, your ideology, your mission statement in your brain as an artist changed. You, mm -hmm. you, you saw that global bass was something that you enjoyed, you know? Yeah. Yeah. How do you, you know, how did you, how did that diving into to global bass happen for you? You know, like you meant you, you dropped some names you know what? What were some of the some of those influences that you know helped guide you guide your like you say like you call it your transition into global base? Right. Yeah. I mean, um, what's great is I was already connected to a lot of the artists just by um, just by the groups I was in. You know, like the Jungle Terror group and the Mubathon group. A lot of those you know same people were in some similar circles. So like. You know, when I was kind of really kicking it hard with Global Bass, like I found Radical One and he had like a whole album on Spotify of like uh, just like these beats. Like, I don't know if you've heard it. I mean, I forgot the name of the title, the title of the EP. It was like an album, but it was just crazy, man. Like he was mixing bachata with like trap, but it was like all instrumental and he was like playing all of these grooves originally. And so, like, I hit him up, and I was like, yo, man, like, you're amazing. <laughs> like, thank you for, like, putting this out there for people to hear. Because, honestly, I just got so many ideas from it. Because I was like, I like this part. I think it would be cool if this part had to drop. And I think it would be cool if, like, over the top of this, the top line vocal was just, like, something easy that has repetition so people would recognize it. And I was like, and boom, you got, like, a song that I would want to dance to. And so, like, you know, I got connected with him. And then Spider Tech, I've known him for a while. He found me, you know, because he's, like, a real DJ. He's he's the DJ's DJ. Like, he finds music before you send it to him. Amen to that. Yeah. Yeah. So he, like, we uh had already connected a while back. And so when I was coming up with, like, these different global-based demos, I would send everything to him. And then, like, he even came here to Dallas he was uh, he was playing a few different shows like over the weekend and i was just like yo you can you can stay with me man like you don't got to get a hotel like i don't really care i got an extra room and so he stayed with me and like you know we worked on a couple tracks you know we just kind of bonded and you know it was cool cuz he was just like telling people about me but like that kind of thing started to happen more you know where other producers like him would like openly vouch for me without me even asking you know what i mean which had never yeah. happened before you know i was like always in my opinion a nobody but here it's just 
I was doing what I was in, I was having like a great time making the stuff and producers like him were like vouching for me. So that was, there was just a lot of significant moments. And then, you know, we've just been growing, you know, I feel like I was meeting my, my cousins in EDM, <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, the primos. Like, I, I was finding my primos and, mm -hmm. and honestly, what really changed the game for me was uh, just streaming at the beginning of quarantine. You know, because the timeline, it, it follows and it kind of like, it was it was going well, right? You know, I had some opportunities. I was going to get in LA to play some shows. And then, you know, some people in Dallas were going to book me. And then quarantine happened. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so like... Just put a know, lot of things in pause on pause for sure. Know, like everything. But I mean, in my case, it just opened up, I think, what was meant to happen for me, which was that I could actually dj in front of people with this kind of like new mindset that i was mm -hmm. doing which like which is like mixing latin shit with edm yeah and, and bass music and i feel like i got i got lucky because i could stream on twitch and i i don't know i haven't mentioned this but i like professionally for my most of my life i've been like a video guy like a videographer so i know how sick. to you know video edit really well <laughs> and mix audio so I already had access to like cameras and a green screen mm -hmm. and lighting. And yeah. so, um, yeah, I've, I just feel like that kind of was meant to happen because I had never DJed at, you know, with this new Ray Burger 2.0, you know, and yeah. it was, it would have been hard to get booked. You know what I mean? It would have been hard to get booked. So, um, I just got to show the world who I was from my own studio and test out exactly. all these ideas. So, yeah. I from the comfort I mean, of your studio, yeah. Yeah, you know. That's sick, bro. So, it, it, like, everything came together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I really feel like it just... I'm, I'm, all of these steps, like, that I've been mentioning, you know, how the journey has been. Like, I really just... You have to trust the process, man. You gotta exactly. trust the process. Amen to that one, bro. Like, it just... It, it, the the global-based community is very tight-knit, bro. Like, everybody knows yeah. everybody. Bro, everybody, everybody, knows everybody, knows everybody bro it's just it's been it's only it, yeah it's been around like the ogs know each other of course like all the ogs right. know each other and then as people start getting integrated into the community like i feel like i've been in part of the community for such a long time and it's only been like half of the time that it's been around so it's like <laughs> insane you know what i'm saying yeah and it's yeah. just like everybody knows everybody and it's very welcoming and it it's definitely evolved over the years to become more welcoming and like people are just being more aware. People are being more conscious. Everybody's respecting each other. And I hope, I hope it just continues to be that way, bro, because it's like, there's no point in gatekeeping. Yeah. There's no point in any of that stuff. Like we just got to help each other out. That's yeah, it. And sure, just man. support each other, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's my message that yeah. that's, that's just how I've met so many people is just by supporting people. Like if you support other people, you know, only good things are going to happen to you. You know, if you hate, then that that's on you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, hey, that's that's uh, that's for another TED Talk. Yeah. <laughs> but, hey, bro, that's super <laughs> it's, it's good that you, um, yeah, bro, we only drop, we only drop knowledge, bro. We only speak truth on, on a worldwide genre. <laughs> only truth. Only truth. Yeah, Exclusive. Man, the global base fam. The global base fam is really, I really feel like it's a big family, you know, because, like, like even on, on all the streams, man, like on Insomniac or like on Gesture Stream or Fight Club, those are kind of like 
the communities I'm in, like it's it's always kind of the same recurring people because we're all trying to like support each other, just comment, help each other, like move forth, right? Mm-hmm. Giving opportunities to everybody. And I feel like I, I I can't go without mentioning the the impact that Gesture has had in the last year for me, but also a lot of other producers, but definitely myself because uh you know he's just helped put me in a lot of rooms with people virtually of course and like it's it's i have a lot of really really cool stuff to be announced very soon and hell yeah a lot of amazing music releases that i'm really proud of and you know guys like him we need more guys like him and i'm hoping that i can kind of use like my knowledge and circles to help other people in global base you know when recently i was telling my parents what i do because like Mm -hmm. like most parents you know they just want their kid to be like successful more so they don't feel worried about them i guess and i think music Mm -hmm. is one of those scary paths that parents don't necessarily want their children to to pursue but like you know i was talking to them about what i do and i was like yeah it's this thing called global base (laughs) you know it's like primarily you know producers of like you know people of color right and we're trying to make this style of music that's you know embedded in our it uses what's embedded in our roots mixed with like today's trends and stuff so it's like i'm a part of that movement you know it's in our dna bro it's in our dna all of these like Like, it is man it is ever since you ever since you attend your first quinceanera like that's it bro it's like done Well, Dunzo. for some more than others, because, you know, like for, for some others, it takes people a while to really yeah. get the rhythm. Like <laughs> on stream the other day, I was making fun of the kids during the waltz when they're like not on, on beat, you know. Oh, yeah. It would drive me crazy when they were not on Because whenever you had to go to those practices for quinceaneras, like if you were a chambelan, bro, it's like, fuck, bro. Like you could be doing other shit. Like you could be doing homework. You could be playing video games. You could be going to soccer. Like, bro. And it's just like, oh, I remember having to go to. I was in a couple quinceaneras and you had to go to those fucking practices. And just like, oh. When you when you get home from school and your mom reminds you like, hey, mijo. It's it's Wednesday. You got you got quinceanera practice for your cousin at six p.m. You're just like, yeah, oh man. fuck! Can I just tell him I'm sick? <laughs> but anyways, Definitely, man. Yeah, it's, it's just one of those things you you grow up with. But you know, it's it has impact. It's, it's got oh, lasting yeah. impact for sure. For sure. Yeah, man. But good times overall. So yeah, big big shout out, of course. Big shout out to you know gesture. Big shout out to Jim. Big shout out to, you know, the whole group chat club, you know, yeah. family. Yeah. Big shout out to, you know, everybody running the show, you know, everybody on the back end, everybody, um, you know, Ivar, big shout out to Ivar. I know he does a lot of great stuff for them. Yeah, he's the man. Big shout out to them, of course. Yeah, he's a fucking boss. Um, how did, t- tell me a little, bro, how did, how did that group chat connection come about? You know, how did that relationship yeah. start? Um how did you get to work with such great people, bro? That's that's great. That speaks, you know, very highly of yourself yeah. and, of course, speaks very highly of them. Yeah, like, how did I get so lucky? <laughs> uh, well, basically, like, um, uh, the song that I have called La Hamburguesa, I, I've actually had that song for a while, um, but just I never, prior to group chat launching, I've sent it to a lot of labels, and they always denied it. And they were just like, you know, 
it's not really what we're releasing, which I always, you know, understood. I was just kind of hoping somebody would take it, like take a chance, you know. But then uh, I knew Ivor through Spider Tech. He introduced me. You know, he's like, "Yo, man, this is Ray Burger. He's my boy. You know, check him out." And uh, like the day after that, Ivor reposted this thing from group chat on Twitter that was like, "Hey, we're officially open, accepting demos." So I was like, "Eh, fuck it." I'm gonna send this song to them, you know. Nobody has wanted to sign it, but and so I sent it to him, and like within an hour, I think he responded. He was like, "Yo, this is fucking fire. We definitely want to sign this. Uh, we're gonna talk with Gesture, see what he thinks, but we're definitely interested in signing this." And so I was like, "Fuck yeah, man! <laughs> like I was hyped." Get it? Yeah, yeah. You know, because that song it actually has my own vocals. You know, some people don't know that, but. It's uh, one of the first songs that I did vocals for that yeah. actually sounds like kind of okay. Cause like <laughs> I, I still get some compliments sometimes on like SoundCloud, you know, they're like, what remix is this? You know, what's the original song or whatever. And I'm like, it's an original. like entirely. Yeah. So someone made a fucking <laughs> song about hamburguesas and it, it was like a classic back in 1985. <laughs> they, they played it at all the quinceaneras. No, that shit is original, yeah. bro. Original Ray Burger oh, shit. Geez. Exactly. Hell original yeah. shit yeah so i was uh glad that they were going to take a chance on it we officially signed in january last year and it was set to release i think in march something like that and then boom pandemic right the timing i feel like everything just kind of circles back to that beginning of the pandemic so i think releases got like pushed and rearranged and they were like you know they don't really know when they were going to release it right they were thinking maybe at the end of the year but then with like streaming and stuff, I was streaming around uh, like gestures. Like he started streaming. I think he was one of the first more like larger scale DJs to really take streaming seriously. And so I was watching his streams and I was getting in his discord. And then they started like the group chat group chat for the artist on Instagram, which is a, an Instagram it, now it's like a big ass group chat, but it used to only be maybe like 10 or 12 of us. And so we would just go in there and exchange like, you know, compliments and upcoming stuff. So I bonded with a lot of them. And then I, when I was streaming and kind of building my audience too, group chat, like Gesture and Ivor, they hit me up and they were like, hey man, so we want to bump up your release of the song if that's okay with you. And I was like, well, yeah, let's do it. You know? So like, all right, cool. Well, we're going to get you in, you know, this day. And it was like May 18th last year, and it was right after a different release I was going to have on Bronk Family, which is another, you know, cool song, Cumbia Bang, which is like a cumbia with Mumbaton. And so I was like, oh, shit, that's like, you know, two really intense songs that I'd made like right back to back. But I was like, I'll make it work, though. Yeah, I think overall, I'm just excited to have new stuff out there, plus like all the streaming. So. I think, like, I kind of showed them that I wanted the song to do well. You know, I was talking about it, yeah, yeah. making jokes around it, and, like, yeah. being just, like, a goofball, entertaining people on freaking... Yeah, you're being yourself, you, you know? know? Yeah. Yeah, so, um, I don't. I think just stuff like that, they kind of were like, you know, Ray, Ray's a cool guy. Like, we, we yeah. should do more stuff with him and just keep him in the loop with things, you know? And then they got me on the first group chat fest which is like just uh, I remember that yeah yeah now there's been three I was on group chat fest three now and uh they're working on four hoping I can be on that too 
Let's but like, uh, yeah, man, we've just we've stayed connected. Me and Ivor, and then more recently, me and Jim. Like we kind of we chit chat every now because I have a big EP coming up on a group chat, which drops May seventh. And you know, I've been really like excited to make that officially happen. It's been in the works for a minute now. You know, I recently just touched up a lot of the songs on it. So like everything in it is really, really fresh, you know, like just my, my tips, like tricks that I do, like it's really fresh, really refined to like my current, you know, abilities. So, Hell yeah. you know, he really likes the EP. Ivor likes the EP. They're really excited about it. And I'm actually going to have a release party on Twitch and it's going to be on Insomniac's Twitch channel. Hey, <laughs> let's like a, fucking go. Fucking, it's a full circle thing. We're excited for that, bro. I can't wait. can't wait to hear that EP. That's going to be fucking lit, bro. I can't I can't wait to hear the refinement. <laughs> I can't wait to hear, you know, where where yeah. Ray Burger, yeah. where Ray Burger's taking his sound because you definitely have a very unique sound. So, uh we're we're I'm sure we're all excited for thank that you, all you, the man. listeners. Um, everybody in the global based community, bro. You know, we're excited for that. The Club Hamburguesa EP coming May 7th. Excited for that, bro. Can't wait to hear everything you got going on. Uh, oh, yeah. you know, that's just you know, any any little, you know, anything you could tell us about it, anything dope that you're excited uh, you yeah. know about. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, it's gonna be a, a four track EP. It's it's got I think I could probably just say what's on it, right? I mean, yeah, I'll just say the songs. Like, so I have this really, well, I say well-known song. If you're, if you watch my streams, you've heard me play the song called Disney Plus and Thrust. And that is one of the tracks on the EP. And I've been playing that for a year now, every week. And, you know, I'm really excited for it to like finally be out. And, you know, I'm just, again, like I'm thankful to group chat because, you know, they're like willing to kind of low key take a chance on the song because, you know, Disney Plus is in the name. <laughs> and actually, in the original version I wrote, I did the vocals for it too. It says, like, I say, go Mickey, go Minnie, do your thing. And like, they were actually like, you know, you might want to just take that part out and then we'll <laughs> sign it. <laughs> take that out and then we'll sign it for sure. Yeah. So I wrote like a different drop for that part. So I'm kind of sad. But I might just make that like a VIP version, you know, for like just my crowd only. <clears throat> but, you know, that's on there. And there's another song called Que Quieres, which I wrote too. It's actually the first song I wrote in Spanish. Um, and it's about a girlfriend not knowing what she wants to eat, which is, you know, the same tale that has plagued many generations. <laughs> Girls never know what, what they want to eat. <laughs> and then they, when they ask them and give them options, they're like, no, I don't want that. So it's that song is it's really fun. It's a funny song. You know, a lot of all the music on my AP, it's not meant to be taken like seriously. You know what I mean? It's just fun club music that's silly. So um you know, there's a couple other joints on there. I got a shout out to Radical One. He did a collaboration with me on it. It's called Saben Como Soy. <laughs> and it's with my friend Steve Garcia. He rapped on it. We've got done a couple songs, Subol and El Metal Metal. He's a great vocalist. Uh, worked with Manny S, who um, he's got a release on Mac with Shade. And, uh, you know, he's on one of my tracks. And then Santiago Holder, a.k.a. Holder, 
Uh, he's on Que Quieres. And we've done a few songs together. Ones like Feliz Navidad. That was kind of like our first collaboration. And it was one of my first songs that has a vocalist. It's got like, I think like a million views on YouTube now. <laughs> on like one of those like trap channels. And then, so yeah, you know, he's a great, talented dude. Everybody except Radical One and Manny is local to me in Dallas. So a, it was a very like intimate recording experience to kind of yeah. nurture that song. And I you remember know, you posting yeah. it on social media a lot. I remember, yeah, you, yeah. yeah, like you were always posting. You know, yeah. I was fucking hyped about it. Like, hell I, yeah, bro. Good at wait as, to as you make should it be. Happen. Yeah, that's sick. yeah. It's already been supported in like various ways by like Spider Tech. Like he played it at Space Yacht. They uh, there was a Space Yacht event with him on it. I think like two years ago now because I've had the drop for a while. Yeah. But the rest of it, you know, I kind of refined recently. And like DJ Craze has supported it. Gesture, of course. Valentino Khan has played it, you know, mostly on streams. But I still yeah, appreciate yeah. support, of course. Yeah, so support, I just like, support. That's what's up. I don't want to say I'm looking forward to like breaking out from it, but I'm looking forward to like it finally being out there and I can have the yeah. chance to like share it, you know? Hell so, yeah really excited about that may 7th that's that's a big date for me man it's a big date for me two days after cinco de mayo right oh, two days after. i'm ready i'm ready i'm ready i hope i, I hope i'm still drunk and listening to <laughs> no, i'm just kidding i'm just kidding dude that's sick dude i'm super 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 excited to listen to that bro uh congratulations you know on on everything bro congratulations on you know, Thank working you. with the people that you're working with. Congratulations on putting on for your city, bro. I respect that. You know, oh, I respect yeah. that very deeply. Everywhere I go, I rep my fucking city, Long Beach, California. Like no other. Everybody knows where the fuck I'm from. And it's dope for you to, you know, to see somebody else also putting on for their city. Because at the end of the day, bro, that's like what makes us, you know what I'm saying? Who we are, you yeah. know, like our influences, where, where we grew up, where we come from all that just it's all a part of our story and that's just what we like getting after uh you know out here or that's what we like to get after here at yeah, worldwide man. genre bro just kind of give give artists a platform uh thank you again for being here with us bro um i know you got some you know i know texas is a little crazy when it comes to the shows and all that you know what i'm saying <laughs> very controversial you know what i'm saying like indeed. it's been a hot topic in our community as well with you know some some well-known figures, you know, being very critical, others well-known figures, you know, being the opposite mm -hmm. and, you know, being, you know what I'm saying? Very controversial, yeah. but it is what it is. And, you know, I understand both sides for sure. You know, people need to make a living. Yeah. Pandemic's also crazy. A lot of people have died. Crazy, crazy, crazy. But you are in yeah. Dallas, Texas, and I know you got some shows mm -hmm. coming up. I do. What do we got in the works, bro? <laughs> well um yeah i've got uh right now i think i've got three confirmed shows um all of which i'm really excited about i i should note like you know on that topic because i definitely don't want to you know like ignore that you know idea that like texas is 100 percent open technically right now but while i don't agree that we could be 100 percent open you know i still think like it's already happening I don't think we can change it. So we just kind of need to be as safe and clean and like cleansly as, as cleansliness as possible. As clean, you know, as, as I don't know, clean, 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 
I know there's Cl- orange sauce somewhere there, bro. Cl- Cl- clench? Clinton? Clench? Clench your jaws? What? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, hashtag Pfizer gang. You know, I just got vaccinated. So I've been fully vaxxed for like two weeks now. Hey. I was fortunate to never actually get the virus, COVID. Because yeah. uh, I don't know. I was just lucky. But, um, you know, I feel comfortable going out there. I'm still going to wear a mask, of course. But I do have three shows coming up. One of them is here in Dallas. Um, one of them is in Arlington, Texas, which is still in the DFW. It's uh, a really dope lineup. Fight Club is on there. And, you know, we're announcing that really soon. And then another show I'm really excited about is in Austin, actually, with Gesture, which we should be announcing that officially soon. So you low-key have kind of the first word. (laughs) I mean, Gesture definitely already announced it, but they haven't announced that I'm on it. There's some other group chat fam on there. So that's going to be really exciting. So Hell yeah, hell yeah. Big shout-out. Big shout-out, Sav. Sav from Fight Club. Big shout-out, Mysterio. On daddy duties always now. Much appreciated. We <laughs> love those guys. Again, big shout out Jim, of course, uh, for putting on for for the scene. You know, um, yeah, but yeah, bro, that's sick. Super dope. Uh, would love. I I would love to try and make it out to one of those shows, bro. Uh, I know we'll bump heads soon. Uh, actually headed to Texas for the first time this week and i'm pretty fucking excited bro what should i get what do you think i should get from whataburger because i've been, i've been a big 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 critic of whataburger for a long time just because anybody that goes against my dearly beloved fucking staple which is in and out like i'm gonna give you all the smoke i don't give a fuck if i haven't tried you or not like in and out's the best so what what, yeah. what should my order be i heard i heard i need to you told me you said i gotta get a double cheeseburger and i gotta get the um what is it? The the breakfast sandwich? The chicken? What is it? Yeah, you got to try honey butter chicken biscuit. That one? Okay. Definitely. I'm going to do that. I'll tag you when I do that. Fuck yeah, dude. And honestly, you can get any burger. Any, any burger. like beef patty burger. I want a classic. I like get, I want a classic. Like, yeah. What's the I would classic? get just like a double cheeseburger then. Okay. But order it on Texas Toast. Okay. Which cool. is, it's really just toast, but it's, cool. you know, it's like a whole thing. And then just like a, a strawberry shake, you know. I've never yeah. had... Texas toast in Texas, so that's gonna be a first for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Strawberry shake, okay. Can, can you see in and out? In and out, you can do like uh, you can do like the mix of the flavors, and it's all like high quality shake mix. Like I worked there before, so I know everything. The ins and outs of <laughs> in and out. Word. Um, uh, I don't. Can know. you do that, or is it just one flavor? No. You can't. Yeah, you can mix the flavors if you want. You can mix the flavors. Okay, I was about to say because you know special requested. Yeah, because if you can, then that's another way the in and outs better. You can do anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah. I can't wait, bro. I'm, making, I'm super Texas, excited to try You can do anything. <laughs> you can do yeah, anything man. in Texas. I, I hope you like it. I mean, I definitely, excited, uh, I don't have issues with in and out, but I've only tried in and out here in Texas. So I'm, I'm yeah, thinking, you know, it might be a different experience in California. So. It's not supposed to be, but so it, it does vary a little by region. But yeah, bro, yeah, uh, this is wonderful, bro. We're right here with Ray Burger speaking about hamburgers <laughs> on worldwide genre. Like, I this is exactly what I envisioned, bro. Like two burger enthusiasts, because I'm I'm a self proclaimed burger enthusiast, and and right. I know you are too. That's why it's in your fucking name. So I appreciate That's you. Right. The burger talk. This is a new segment on worldwide burger genre. Talk. Burger uh, talk. I'll come on anytime. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do this whenever we actually we're gonna do this after. After, right after a live reaction 
after eating Whataburger, I'm going to do a live reaction with you. And we're going to do this shit. And it's going to be funny. And we're going to try and I'm going to give, I'm going to, yeah. So I'll either give them my fucking like true fucking, you know, opinion on Whataburger. And if it's trash, I'm going to say it's trash. And if it's good, I'm going to say it's good. I just keep it real. You know what I'm saying? I keep it real. Let me know and I'll get Whataburger too. I'll eat it with you. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, yeah, because Dallas is like, what, three hours away? Yeah, four from hours? Houston, it's about four yeah. hours. Bet, so. bet, bet. No, we'll do that. We'll do that. We got we got that in the works. Hell yeah, bro. Shit, dude. Well, dude, honestly, bro, this has been a fucking dope as interview, bro. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for your willingness. Uh, thank you for giving us the opportunity to interview you, bro. Uh, like I said, it's, it's honestly felt like a fucking chat with the homie because we we are homies. We've been virtual mm-hmm. homies for a good good while. So I appreciate you, dog. Over a year now, man. Something like that. Yeah, you were one of the first you were one of the first dudes to hit me up for, for the you know the fuck ice shirts, bro. I appreciate that. That was dope. Fuck no, I want Whataburger. <laughs> Water to Whataburger. But yeah, bro, like I said, um, I really appreciate your support as well. Like you were one of the first artists that reached out to me for the fuck ice shirts. I really appreciate it. Every yeah, time man. you rock that on your streams, bro. Much love. I, I it's my favorite shirt, you know. When you uh you posted about it for the first time and I saw the back, it was like I drink my the warm because fuck ice. I was like, dude, I I need that. <laughs> like I need that right now. And like you know, as soon as you sent it to me, I was just like, I wear it like every week, <laughs> <laughs> like on all of my streams. But I, you know, I wear it out too when I go to like grocery shopping and shit. It's just a dope shirt and like. I had worn it for a long time, but I hadn't like posted a picture of me wearing it to like Instagram. Yeah. And my friend Santiago, he uh, we were at the studio together, and he took a picture of me like candidly. And I was like, "Oh, that looks badass! I'll post it and tag you know Tony because he'll want to see it." And bro, I look at the analytics of that post, and it's the most engaged post ever for me. Oh shit! That's a <laughs> bro. Hey, bro. Tag tag worldwide genre in that as a business partner. I want to see the analytics. <laughs> <laughs> all right i will do yeah bro it has like hell compared to my other posts it just has like so much so many impressions bro, the algorithm and, like, is a lot crazy. of people were asking me like bro where'd you get this and yeah you know, so well it's- we got we got something in the works we'll see we'll see what happens uh i'm letting it marinate a little while you could say no but i that was my my intention was just to do it was never you know what i'm saying like it's shout out to uh it was never to do anything crazy. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna start making clothes or anything. But <laughs> shout out to uh, Hellasic Graphics for you know designing the fucking bomb logo that we rock, and then shout out to Marsties in in Long Beach, California, for uh, you know putting together making these shirts. Been awesome. Hell yeah, but, bro! I appreciate shirt. the support, bro. Thank you so much. Um, but yeah, let's uh, fucking. I'll give you some just some space for you to. You know, shout out your socials. You know, where can we find yeah, you? For sure. All that, all that good stuff. And whoever you want to shout out, anybody you want to th- shout out, you know, um, sp- spot is all yours, brother. Yeah, man. Well, uh, you know, I want to say thank you for the time because I've, I mean, I've enjoyed this conversation. You know, so appreciate you giving me the, you know, the chance to have my little spotlight here. But yeah, if you, uh, if you want to follow me on social media, it's just yo Rayburger. Uh, definitely hit me on Instagram because I'm like most active there. Just Yo Ray Burger. Um, 
like I, we talked about earlier, my upcoming EP drops on May 7th on Gestures Group Chat Records. It's going to be really dope. Um, and I just released my first piece of merch, actually, which was inspired by your shirt, actually, because I was like, bro, I need like a really cool shirt. I want a piece of, you know, I want something cool that people can like rep. So I just released my first merch piece of merch. It's a dope t-shirt called Club Hamburguesa. Uh, so you can find the link for that on my Instagram too, you know, if you want to cop a shirt. But uh, aside from that, you know, I'm just going to keep on streaming every week on Twitch as long as I can. So if you want to follow me on Twitch, that's just twitch.tv slash rayburger. But, you know, again, thank you for uh, <laughs> giving me this time, man. I've really enjoyed it. Getting, I feel like I got to know you a lot more. <laughs> All love, bro. Yeah, no, likewise, 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 bro. Definitely feels like we've been homies already for a while. Uh, the yeah. virtual space is just crazy. The metaverse is crazy, bro. Just be like that, you know. Like you meet when then and then be later like when you meet <laughs> when you meet people and uh, you know in real life IRL IRL when you meet them IRL it's crazy, bro. It's just like holy shit, like you're actually a person. You're not just a handle. <laughs> um, this is your physical yeah, form. Wow. <laughs> this is your physical form, and it's not even <laughs> the final form. Shit. It's it's crazy when you meet people and they're like taller or shorter than you expected. Ah, yeah. It's like, bro, that happens to me all the time. Cause like I'm I'm like a pl- kind of a plus size guy, so like my just g- general mindset, like I assume everyone's like a little bigger. And then I meet them in person and like everybody's just so like in shape and fucking thin. And I'm like, damn, you look bigger on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> How tall are you, bro? I'm uh I'm five nine. <laughs> you know? I've lived That's with heels lit. or whatever. Hell yeah. With heels? Yeah. <laughs> five, seven, five seven gang, bro. Average, average, average. Hell yeah. Five, seven, <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah. I like bro, to play bro. a Gillette song, short. It's called Short Dick Man, but I always play the clean <laughs> version. And I'm like, shout out to the short people gang. <laughs> I'm yeah. dead, bro. I'm dead. Good comedy, time, comedy, good comedy. Times. Good times, good times, bro. Well, shoot, bro. Once again, thank you so much. But yeah, follow my guy. Ray Burger, his social media, some of my favorite. Bro, you'll be having some of the most funniest, like, stories. I'm always peep your stuff. It's great. Final, 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 final. Not final form, but final question, bro. Final question for Ray Burger today. Thank you again for being on Worldwide Genre. Final question. Might be difficult because I know you're a foodie. I know. I see it. I see it on your social media. You got appreciation for food. <laughs> you, you and your fiance be cooking up some fire. You'd be cooking up some fire. I see it. We do. We if do. you could only have one more meal for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? Oh, man. Dropping dropping the bomb question right at the end there. <laughs> I'm going to put the well, sound effect up. Nice. Well, I, you know what? My dad has grilled barbecue a lot in my lifetime and he makes he'll be surprised to hear this but like his burgers are like one of my favorite burgers just because he always makes them too small like he makes the patties with his hand so they're like he rolls them into balls and they grill like really small so they don't really fit the bun but i don't know something about that just feels very comforting to me so i would just want to eat a burger for my dad what's the top topping wise yeah, Hoppings. also like, like a like a burger like a burger grill out kind of meal. Yeah, just on like a, backyard barbecue burger, man. Like on a, a styrofoam plate. 
Potato salad from Sam's Club. Potato salad. <laughs> Potato and, salad. You know, just like now, I would, I would want, a, I'd want a Modelo. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> what flavored Doritos, Doritos and like some what flavor? Some cold like macaroni salad. What flavored Doritos? Yeah. Uh, the cheese, right? What's that shit called? Nacho cheese. Nacho, Nacho cheese, cheese, bro. Nacho cheese Doritos. I mean, yeah. I'm not against Cold Ranch. You know, shout out to the Cold Ranch <laughs> gang. But I'm definitely a Nacho Cheese guy. <laughs> shout, shout out Pfizer gang. Shout out Ray Burger gang. Shout out uh, Cool. I don't I don't know. The Cool Ranch people are kind of sus to me. But uh, <laughs> definitely Nacho Cheese. Yeah. Nacho, nacho Cheese. cheese gang, and, then, and then like all the Mexican flavors too. Shout out. Shout out them. Shout out I all know. the Mexican flavors. Well, shout bro, out Takis. Yeah, Takis. Yeah. Fuck with Takis. Lots yeah. of GMOs, but yeah, shout out them. Um, <laughs> but yeah, bro. Once again, thank you for being here with us, bro. It's been a fucking absolute pleasure. Uh, yeah, bro. Thank you so much, and thank you for being here with us, Ray Burger. I appreciate you, man. I've had a good time. Shout out to the worldwide genre, man. I do impressions too. So if you don't follow me on Instagram for music, you can do it for impressions. I be doing them impressions. But find, yeah, this guy, find this guy a gig doing impressions tomorrow. Let's go. I'll do stand up and DJ. I can also do magic, but that's for episode two, you know. <laughs> Ray Burger, ladies and gentlemen. Ray right, Burger. Man. Thanks, brother. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, man.
I appreciate you, man. I've had a good time. Shout out to the Worldwide Genre, man. <laughs>